Here we go. Broadcasting worldwide. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome. The old school throwdowns. That's what I be digging. With B.C. Corbin. You know, there are a lot of come to Jesus moments. And then there's, well, moments when Jesus comes to you. If you had a chance, the opportunity to check out the March 20th People magazine, there's an interesting story about Gloria Gaynor. Well, she says divine intervention saved her at a party she attended in the early uh, 1980s, about 1984, when she was then married to her husband, Simon. She worried that he might cheat on her when she went to bed. So she was tempted to get an energy boost from cocaine. Now she claims while trying it, Gloria recalls that the Holy Spirit literally grabbed me by my collar and lifted my chin and said, you know what, that's enough. You don't need to be doing this. Now in a television interview back in uh, 2016, on a show called Loose Women, Gloria opens up about leaving her husband and surviving. And she talks about all the different ways that her infamous song, I Will Survive Has Helped People. I did think that it was a timeless lyric. And as a matter of fact, yeah. that's what I said. As I was reading the lyric before I even recorded it, they, they, you know, it was on the B side. Oh, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah it was on the B side. And, and they told me that they, you know, they made a deal to record the song that the record company had asked me to record if they could write the B side. I'm like, what are you, stupid? You're going to put this on the B side? So, Look, we never get sick of listening to it, but do you ever get sick of singing it? Never. Never. No, I know, yeah. No, oh, no, my God. And the interpretation of it, I mean, when we all, everybody knows the lyrics, and, and it's sort of, you know, about a bad relationship and, and surviving a bad relationship, mm. but people over the years have had their own different interpretations mm. of it, yes, haven't they? Yes, people have, have applied those words, I will survive, to every kind of situation that you can possibly imagine. And it's, it's been wonderful. It's, it's been wonderful to, to be able to give that hope and encouragement, inspiration yeah. to people around the world. Mm. And, and do people around the world contact you, telling you about the, the different meanings that that song has Absolutely, to you. absolutely. Hence the book that I yeah. wrote, uh, a, a compilation of 40 stories from family, friends, and fans about how the song has helped them through difficult times in their lives. Well, were you surprised by the different situations? Because uh, we, we've, all, we've all seen the book, and obviously, you know, I take it on a quite a straightforward level. We, we, mm. We've all here been through a little bit of a roller coaster ride in terms of our love life, mm. which is playing it down slightly. Um, <laughs> but uh, that, that song has resonated in that way. But I was very surprised at the sort of broad spectrum of stories. Mm -hmm. No, I wasn't surprised at that. That's what I expected when I first read the lyrics. Because when I, when I read those lyrics, I was in a back brace. Because right. I had fallen on stage um, and jumped back up, finished my show, went on uh, with the show and went out to breakfast afterwards, went home, went to bed, woke up the next morning paralyzed from the waist down. Oh, my God. Wow. And so that was what I was relating to. Okay. when I was, So I thought other people would do the same. Well, you're also actually a bit of a survivor psychologically as well because mm. reading the brief about you your mm. dad sort of walked out before you were born mm -hmm. and you had a very sort of patchy relationship with him and mm -hmm. I think you've said yourself in the past that that sort of lack of a blueprint of a man in your life a male figure has yeah. had quite an impact on oh you, absolutely it? and I think that it, it does on every woman that doesn't have and men, and, and, and men as well um, who don't have either a father or a father figure in their lives, and, and we didn't have either. And she feels that it was at that moment 
that set her on the path toward healing, much as her enduring life after love disco anthem I Will Survive have done for the millions it has touched in the last 45 years since it became a great classic, which was then back in 1975 when she was elected queen of disco and celebrated with a New York City coronation. That's pretty cool. Well, Gaynor, who was now 79, found renewed confidence and success following her 2005 divorce from former manager Linwood Simon after 26 years of marriage. Now, the best thing about the whole thing is she found that renewed, she found that energy, and both survival and joy has been the cornerstones of Gaynor's career. Even from the glittering 1974 takeoff in the Jackson 5, never can say goodbye.
You probably did not know this, but on the song, I Will Survive, it was actually released in 1978 as a B-side to a single substitute.
Well, you know what's kind of funny about that particular song? Yeah, Substitute, because I was working part-time at a radio station in Oakland, California, doing a late-night shift, and I came across that song, and I thought, wow, that's kind of cool. And I accidentally, not telling anybody, I flipped it to the other side and thought, well, this one's even better. Little did I know that that song was going to be really popular in the roads to come. And speaking of popular, going about a few years ahead, in uh, 2005, I worked at a uh, AM station, KLOA 1240, doing a morning show. And I managed to get a hold of Gloria Gaynor back then. She was just getting ready to celebrate her 30th anniversary. And oh, did we have a lot to talk about. Good morning to you, Miss Gloria Gaynor. You're on the road again, as always, a busy lady who never knows how to stop. Huh? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Welcome you to our morning show, BC in the Morning. And uh, see, you've been bouncing all over the place. The last time we tried to get a, get a hold of you, you were in the process of going on a uh, the game show. You don't forget the lyrics. We actually had a lot of listeners see you, and they thought, oh, so cool, so cool. What's your next venture? Where, where you go from here? Well, I just um, recorded a, a version of I Will Survive for 30th anniversary commemorative release. So I've just done that, and then I'll be off to England for a tour. Wow, wow. Are you going to be there for a couple of weeks or so? Yeah, just me. Oh, it's just you. Just, just me. All right, the sister in the move. I like that. <laughs> and when's your album plan on coming out? Can you tell that as a secret to us? Uh, no, that's going to be coming out in March because of next year because um, that's the 30th anniversary of I Will Survive, and I'm I'm doing that as a bonus with a jazz standards album that I'm doing. Oh, wow, jazz standards. A lot of our listeners don't know that, but I know that's kind of what your little background is before was with some uh, jazz. Yeah. That's right. Uh-huh. Etta James in the making. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're going to ask you the one thing that you could tell someone and they quits in a quick sentence in life, what would it be? If I could tell someone? Yes. In a quick sentence? In one, yeah, in one quick, you know, if you, had a, if you had a sentence to say to somebody about life, especially how things are going on now, what would you tell them? The most important thing you can do in life is to speak truth and surrender to it. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. She spoke right there. Truth and serenity. I like that. And we'll be using that from time to time. You can bet on it. Look, I know you're busy, and I know you got to get on the road, and we want to thank you for at least taking some time out to, to shout out us and say hi. Uh, the listeners and myself, we're going to be looking forward to that album coming out next year for the 30th anniversary. And uh, it looks like you're going to have a big tour date going on. Will you be stopping through California? Uh, I'll, absolutely. I'll definitely be getting out that way. Okay, well, we'll be looking forward to uh, seeing you, and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll see you sooner than you think. Okay? All righty. Okay. Well, we thank you, and uh, you have a good trip, okay? Thank you. All right, yeah. thank you. Bye, sweetie. Bye. All right, there you have it, everybody. Gloria Gaynor on the line right here on AM 1240 KLOA playing uh, some of her music, and I'll uh, talk a little bit more about it, too. Stick around.
Now, that's a song to take you back, way back. Yeah, that's called Anybody Wanna Party. One of those from Gloria Gaynor. Now, you know, following her religious awakening in the 1980s, Gaynor, who faced further heartbreak when her sister, Irma Proctor, died in 1995 after being attacked while attempting to intervene in a street fight, found strength in her faith. In 2004, she finally filed for divorce after particularly telling the incident in which she says Simon refused to take her to a hospital while she was suffering from her excruciating migraines and not only that, but back pains as well. She had enough. And I'm glad for her for that too. She's done so much since then. Uh, back in uh, 2020, Gainer won Best Roots Gospel Album for a testimony, an album uh, she'd always wanted to make. Believe it or not, she had it in her heart to want to do that. And she also says that um, she'd love to be 20 and 30 again, while the mindset that she has now would make her feel so much better. But there's a song I hadn't played in a long time. I want to share it with you, too. It's called Honey Bee.
know, Gloria Gaynor never had another big hit such as I Will Survive, but she's kept herself busy for decades ever since. And on top of that, other artists have used the song as well. For an example, Harry Styles brought Lizzo on stage to sing doing his headlining at Coachella last April. Miley Cyrus is using part of it as a current chart topper, Flowers. People being hurt every day. People are still needing to be uplifted and encouraged, as well as being supported and loved. Although she's released more than 20 albums and she's made it her latest acting appearance in last falls of the movie, The Thursday Night Club, she's been very busy. Getting completed in The Mermaid in the season eight of Fox's The Masked Singer last fall as well. She's been working on an upcoming album as well as writing and recording in Nashville with collaborators such as work with Taylor Swift, Justin Bieber, Maroon 5, and I'm sure there's many more too. One thing though, Gloria decided to go back to school, get her bachelor's degree, and as we celebrate Woman's Month, I have to say this woman has got it going on. As she approaches her 80th birthday in September, Gaynor has her plate full and she's full of life and sweetness, she says. She also mentions if God could call me right now, I'd say, okay, here I come. But if he's got more for me to do here, I'm willing to stay and do it. I just want to live until I die. And I can truly understand that. I Will Survive will always be Gloria Gaynor's number one song. No matter what may happen to you in your life, you will always survive. But then I spent so many nights thinking how you did me wrong And I grew strong And I learned how to get along And so you're back from out of space I just walked in to find you here with that sad look upon your face I should have changed that stupid lock I should have made you leave your key If I'd have known for just one second you'd be back to bother me You're not welcome anymore Weren't you the one who tried to hurt me with goodbye? 
B.C. Corbin's Old School Throwdowns is a Blackbird Productions and distributed by Captivate.